0: Hello every single person. My name is Jordan Reed
1: and I'm Lindsay Reed
0: and this is Will Smith (laughs) and this is Spooky Spouses (laughs) Uh, Spooky Spouses a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: I didn't realize that Will Smith was gonna grace us with his presence this week.
0: Yeah he stopped by Columbus he stopped by Columbus and was like hey mind if I go ha ha on your episode?
1: Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology.
0: Is Will Smith real or a robot, a cyborg?
1: We talk about paranormal stories.
0: We talk about the seven ghosts that are operating Will Smith's very large body.
1: We talk about true crime.
0: We talk about raccoons sometimes.
1: I don't know if we've ever talked about raccoons.
0: Well, starting now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We talk about anything paranormal adjacent.
0: Uh Uh-huh. We sure do. Every single week, Lindsay and I will go separate places. Lindsay will go to—I always make the decision for you. Where do you want to say you um, go?
1: Um, Easter Island.
0: Okay, Lindsay will go. Lindsay will go to Easter Island, and I will go to the t- some tunnels underground. Uh, some tunnels in just some tunnels I like. Yeah. And we will uh, research a topic separately of one another, and then come back and record our show and discuss our topics for the very first time with each and every one of you and this week i'm going to say we're talking to what were some of the the chatfield sisters scurvy dank or uh,
1: s- funky squeak
0: Funky Baby.
1: Funky Baby. And
0: Scoot Squeak.
1: Scoot Squeak. Yeah, your rat boat name. Yeah. I posted a thing a while ago about a rat boat name generator.
0: Yeah, Lindsay made it all by herself. I got home. <laughs> I think I got home from work late or something, and Lindsay was like, Well, look what I did. And I saw, it was a
1: very productive night. It
0: was awesome. And my favorite part was just thinking about Lindsay making that name generator by herself.
1: I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it
0: was very fun, actually.
1: Anyways. Last week, I think we talked about, well, we did search and rescue stories of weird things people find in the woods. Yes. You talked about angel numbers.
0: Yes. Which are
1: really creepy and cool. They are.
0: They are very creepy and cool. I guess I was told by a professor of mine that. I know another professor of mine used to do search and rescue as well. Yeah. I don't know any creepy stories about it, but maybe I can holler at him and see if we can find something weird. Yes. He also used to train service dogs. Aww. for search and rescue yeah yeah which is very nice
1: that's the only reason i think i'd want to do search and rescue
0: to hang out with a dog not
1: help people just hang out with puppies
0: <laughs> we saw the the same guy who did search and rescue and train dogs at a dog park one time with our dog there when she was a baby and she was running around and avoiding us and barking at other dogs and he just stood there and laughed and laughed and laughed And I was like, I mean, you're a dog whisperer. Can you like say some secret dog word and get get our dog back over here?
1: Can you fix our dog?
0: Can you just snap your fingers and fix our dog really quick? Are there dog
1: psychics? Can you like put.
0: Okay. Okay. Can you
1: put like dog. Like, or not like maybe a psychic, maybe like a hypnotist? Like, hypnotize your dog. Like, why pay for boarding and training when Mm -hmm. you can just hypnotize them?
0: Now this is something that I okay TM we're trademarking this uh, in case <laughs> in case this doesn't exist. Now you and I have always been looking for an excuse to move to California, and I feel sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this would do extremely well in a wealthier part of California, Hollywood, uh, different parts of LA, the Hollywood Hills.
1: Yeah, and like really, you could just make it a gimmick by saying like. I'm going to hypnotize your dog that every time he eats, he looks at you afterwards. And then they'll just like pay attention to that. And then when he does that or she does that, mm-hmm. it'll they'll be like, oh, my God, it worked.
0: And then they come back.
1: Yeah. And then so- they're like, can you hypnotize it to do, you know, to never bark again? And I'm like, I can't do that. But I can hypnotize your dog to love you like unconditionally.
0: I think that would be excellent. And then if people come back and be like, hey, we were here a month ago, not trying to be a bother, but you hypnotized our dog and you said it would never pee in the house, still peeing in the house. Then we could sort of diffuse the situation and say, well, that's not our fault. Your dog obviously isn't, I guess, agreeing with the types of hypnotizing we're doing. We're going to have to try something else.
1: Yeah. And oh then do like gosh. a bunch of different methods.
0: That would be great. And then we could do house calls and say that we are reading their dog's energy.
1: Maybe we shouldn't talk about this on our podcast because we're kind of just giving ourselves up now. Well,
0: trademark, this is all (laughs) our intellectual property. And if we see one of you in the next few months opening up your own special dog hypnotist or dog clairvoyance, Clairvoyance. clairvoyant. I'm trying to think if there's like a fun dog name and well, that's giving way too much away. Yeah. Um, But then we will uh, be mad.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) let's get into some spooky stuff. Because, well, I guess that could be spooky. That's spooky. Ripping off rich people. Well, that's not spooky. That's just Robin Hooding.
0: That's Robin Hooding. And I'm fine with it.
1: We have to give it back. We give it back to animal shelters. Yeah, we do. So we're not ripping people off. We're helping dogs in need.
0: We're. By ripping people off. Yeah. And I think that maybe first we could give some to us and then we start distributing. <laughs> we give some
1: to Molly.
0: yeah we we you know the the metaphor we have an empty cup of water we fill it up and then when it gets to the top then we distribute all the rest of it. Sure okay well that's fine. So I have some I, I'm first this week right? Yes yes okay well I have some breaking booze ready and I think you'll be excited because one is just a little nugget of information and then I have two other ones. one is Bigfoot and then one is ghosts. <laughs> Okay. Which we have, I haven't done a ghost breaking booze in a while. No. Because there really hasn't been a lot of good stuff. It's like, oh, this guy in the, the UK thinks that he proved the existence of the afterlife because he said there was someone creeping out behind a headstone, but it's like really terrible footage. It wasn't very good stuff, but this mm-hmm. one's funny. Okay. Um. Do you, well, first I'll start with the one liner. Someone, I, I, I didn't see where, which state, but it's in the US, saw a little four foot tall albino Bigfoot. Oh, like a little bit just probably it's either um, just a little foot, just a little foot that was uh, silvery like aluminum foil, like the the poem on oh. last week's episode. I just thought that was I, cute.
1: I never knew that like big foots, big feets could be aluminum foil color.
0: Well, at first I thought you were going to say I didn't know that they could be small. And I was like, well, I mean, they they do grow up. But you said yeah. aluminum foil.
1: Yeah, I didn't know yeah. like there were all these color variations of Bigfoot.
0: Maybe they're dying their hair because the whole thing... It's not new, but within the last few years, there's been a lot of people are dyeing their hair that's oh, like silver, silver and gray. They just yeah. want to be trendy. Yeah. So then we're going to see. Mm. But yeah. But but they're always a little bit behind the eight ball. So then we're going to see them in the next few years doing like cool colored hair. Like
1: mermaid hair.
0: Yeah. Mermaid hair. Okay. But that was my little story.
1: I just think it's funny because it's like we barely have any proof of Bigfoot. And then now people are getting into the hair color. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's just prove it first.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if the person said, uh, I saw a four foot tall Bigfoot with really, really expensive looking hair because it obviously got its hair dyed.
1: Wearing a pair of Yeezys.
0: Wearing Yeezys (laughs) and nothing (laughs) else. Do you think
1: Yeezys makes a size big enough for Bigfoot?
0: Well, they would have to have a pretty big foot, so... Well, yeah, it's a big foot. Yeah, it was this funny joke I made up for <laughs> you. Uh, I would think, what size do you think entry-level Bigfoot would well, what's be? What's
1: like the highest size in men's?
0: I don't know. Well, I know our buddy Eli, who wrote the music for our show, I think Eli wears a 13, which is, which is a big foot.
1: So maybe Bigfoot is like...
0: Well, how about this? I think Shaq wore a 20,
1: So he's probably a little over a shack.
0: Probably, maybe we're maybe
1: it's not a size anymore. It's just called little over shack.
0: Lil Lil, l i l over shack.
1: Little over shack. Little over shack
0: size. And I'm a lot over shack size. But I've heard Mm. this isn't this isn't particularly funny. But I've heard that the sizing between different versions of Yeezys are very inconsistent.
1: (laughs) What the heck. (laughs) Anyways, you would think someone... we're really not being very scary this episode. Okay,
0: do you want the Bigfoot one or do you want the ghost breaking booze first?
1: Let's get Bigfoot over with. I mean, I'm really excited for it.
0: Okay, wait, what? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so this happened in Michigan. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it was around the Asabo River or the Asabo region in Michigan. Sure. I don't know Michigan very well. It was a guy, his wife, and their daughter. And she was maybe eh, four or five years old. Okay. She was little. And they were driving around the area. They had a truck. He made sure to mention his truck. And then on a trailer, he had a little boat because they were going to be on the river. Okay. And they were leaving. And he drove down a small fire road with his boat to turn around by the river or something. But I guess he got his truck stuck in the muck. Wasn't that cool? Great. Said? Yeah. yeah. So he Really got his... amped
1: up the story a lot.
0: Yeah. So he was turning around, got his truck stuck in the muck. And then... <laughs> i'm really surprised i said that's very fast but either way he was turning around truck stuck muck and then as he was pulling out yuck. He, he yuck he got his truck stuck in the muck yuck and then i, know,
1: I was gonna say what the
0: yeah but we won't because heck. what the heck <laughs> <laughs> um and his truck was stuck so as he was pulling out he was like okay what do i do now so he put his car in neutral to like i guess rock back and f- I, I, don't, I don't know how cars work very yeah. well but i guess he all of a sudden felt his car getting pushed out of it and he was and he was thinking oh thank god uh, a forest ranger or a warden or whoever else is there and they're pushing my car out the um warden or whoever was pushing his car out with their car or something and then he heard his daughter yell oh look a big monkey. So he was like, what the heck? He got his car pushed out, put his car in drive and started driving away. And then he was driving fast. He didn't look behind him. And then his daughter was saying, oh, look, there's the big monkey watching our car. And he was like, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. So then they, it was night. So they get back, they they camp. And the next morning they go to the little store, I guess, in that like campground area. And as they're there, they notice on the back of their truck, two big muddy handprints that looked like. Monkey handprints or ape handprints? Yeah. Uh, But what's funny is that they realized, and he made sure to include this, that it wasn't mud. It was number two handprints.
1: (laughs) Ew. How does he know? He smelled it?
0: Yeah, I guess it smelled very bad and it looked like number two. Ew. Yeah, so...
1: But, okay, so he thought maybe, (laughs) number two aside, he thought maybe that a park ranger or something helped him out and pushed his truck. Why wouldn't you, like, get your truck unstuck and then, like, roll down the window and like holler out and be like thanks a lot
0: thanks for getting my truck unstuck from the mud. Like, he muck. just
1: drove away
0: i guess he just whether drove it's a away
1: bigfoot an ape or a park ranger like yeah you gotta say thank you
0: so rude first of all yeah second of all maybe he got what he deserved by getting two poopy poopy handprints on the back of his yeah. truck
1: bigfoot pushed him out and then he's like what i'm gonna put my muddy poop handprints on your truck
0: <laughs> take this buddy <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that's a thing that I guess that's a thing that actually happened in real life. Hmm. And there's nothing we can do about it. Okay. What do you think about that one? Real or not real?
1: I don't know. I think there's <laughs> holes in the story. Yeah. I don't know. You're basically going off the judgment of your 4-year-old saying a big monkey.
0: Yeah. And then now
1: not even stopping or not even looking out to see what it was.
0: Well, how do you explain the number 2?
1: Well, I mean, he had poop
0: on his hands. Hey. Well, number how two. do
1: you explain it? What do you mean?
0: It was a bird. It might have just been a lot of birds uh, that number two'd.
1: Into a handprint?
0: Into two handprints.
1: <laughs> that happens a lot.
0: Yeah. You ever been outside? Yeah. Happened to me yesterday on the drive home and I was in a car. I
1: mean, you know how I feel about Bigfoot stuff. I... Yeah, I know.
0: I just thought this one was funny because they talked about number two. You You would. Okay, the next one I have is about a ghost and what happened because a guy saw a ghost. In Stockton, California, a guy was arrested because he was caught trying to set his neighbor's house on fire because he saw a ghost in their house and he was so scared that he wanted to oh. burn their house down.
1: So without contacting them.
0: Yes. Without saying, hey just guys. Just burn it down. That's, I don't make the rules. It's just something I got to do.
1: That's kind of like when I find a spider in our house.
0: You Sometimes try to set I just want to like
1: set it on fire.
0: Yeah, I hear that. I mean, it ends up being a bummer in the long run. But, but like, you know, you you do get rid of all the spiders in the house. Well, yeah. Yeah, this guy went to his neighbor's house and he was caught on their front door camera dumping 2 gallons of diesel all over their front porch and trying to set it on fire. Now, Mm -hmm. I guess according to science, diesel doesn't ignite the same way standard gasoline does. I guess diesel will only ignite if it's under like extreme amounts of pressure or something. So he ended up. He wasn't smart about it. He wasn't smart. I mean, if he would have used gasoline, it would have been a different story, but he did use diesel. Uh, So he ended up not burning their house down, which is excellent, and then he got arrested. But I would like to know how he saw the ghost in their house through a window or did he break in?
1: Yeah, like you can't break into someone's house and then be like, you have ghosts in your house. I'm going to burn this. I'm going to steal your stuff. Yeah. And then I'm going to burn down everything else. Yeah. I think that might have been the case or he's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know I don't either. understand. And like who has just gallons of diesel gas?
0: Well, this what do guy. You,
1: <laughs> like don't you put diesel in a tr- like a big truck?
0: Yeah, a truck or like uh, I don't know if, they, if, if they're still making like diesel cars or something i don't know i i I have no idea maybe maybe this guy was a truck driver or maybe he went to buy gasoline he went oh look diesel's cheaper i'll just get the diesel (laughs) and then he got diesel uh which is slang for getting ripped yeah and then he drove back and then dumped it tried to spark it and then split
1: i think he just didn't like his neighbors and he was basically saying well if i say there was a ghost in the house and i was trying to burn it down then maybe just maybe i'll get away with it yeah I don't know. Man, people. People, huh? Yeah.
0: People sure do people sure do do silly things. Don't oh, do 100%. do day. 100%. Okay, Lindsay, are you ready for my topic this week?
1: Yes, I am.
0: It's been a while. So I've brought for in a topic? Yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been a while since I've brought in a game. Okay. So I brought in a game, another round of Crappier Cryptid. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So if this is your first time listening or you're a new listener and you haven't really listened to our show or heard an episode where we play crappy or cryptid, I have a list of cryptids that exist or I have spliced in there, peppered in, cryptids that I made up. And it's up to Lindsay to guess if they're cryptid, meaning it's a real cryptid, or a crappy one that I made up. Yes. So real, you know, real cryptid, quote unquote, but... Did I make them up or did I find them? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Now, I don't have a lot of information about all these cryptids because I feel like the more information I give on a cryptid, categorically, it ends up seeming less and less real. So I just have little little cryptid tidbits. Okay. Timbits from Tim Hortons. Great. Sponsor of the show. Okay. The Wulpertinger from Bavaria. It's a little rabbit with horns.
1: Where's Bavaria?
0: Uh, what? What? <laughs> okay.
1: Continue.
0: <laughs> I want to say it's by Germany yeah but I don't think I'm right okay now also if this is your first time listening or you've reached this point in the show if we don't know something we typically won't look it up but it's a little rabbit first and foremost then it has horns of varying shape and size and it does have wings
1: so it's a flying horned rabbit
0: so it's like a it's like the uh, American jackalope but this one has wings, and they're fairly large wings. The Um,
1: I'm going to say crappy.
0: That's a cryptid. Oh, yeah? That's a real one. Yep, that's a real one. Now, it's quote-unquote real. People in Bavaria were making taxidermied Wuppertingers yeah. uh, to scare their children so they wouldn't go way too far away when they were playing outside. Oh. But of course, they were creating them and then folklore happened and then it became a part of the like local lore. and so. But I did not make it up. People in Bavaria made it up.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. The next one I have is the Veo.
1: Okay.
0: Veo from Madagascar. And the Veo first cryptid we've had of this category, is a tree stump. That's been overtaken by carnivorous tentacles. And Yayi Veo translates to, I see you there. Is that a crappy or a cryptid? It eats people.
1: It's a tree stump that's been taken over by tentacles.
0: By large tentacles, and kind of like a squid or an octopus, they grab you because they see you there, because that's what it translates to, and then they eat you. Uh, crappy. That's a cryptid as well.
1: See, these are just too hard because, like, they are kind of made up.
0: Yeah, but they're part of local lore, I guess, (laughs) right? But the ones, and that's why this game is very, very difficult and very (laughs) intense. But hey, it's just a fun game. Okay. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yes. This one comes to us from Ireland called steeple lice. Steeple lice are carnivorous little insects that live in the highest points of castles or churches. Steeple lice.
1: It sounds pretty to the point. What do they do? Uh,
0: They'll just bite you and eat you
1: so crappy i don't
0: know you're right i made that one up i made that one up congratulations yeah that's that's why i mean i I feel like mostly we're going off of the name if the name sounds way too far-fetched you're not super far-fetched yeah i don't know the next one from japan the ishi it's just uh, japan's answer to the Loch Ness monster ishi uh crappy that one's a cryptid oh that one is real And I guess in Japan, there's been sightings of... There was another one. There's the Ishii and the something else. But But there have been recent sightings of giant sea creatures in areas of Japan. Nice. Which is exciting, I think, anyways. Okay, the next one. The Fnort from the Netherlands. Yeah. It's a little nasty troll. It's short, and it wanders towns at night and eats stray animals. The, f- uh, the fnort.
1: It's crappy.
0: Correct. I made up the fnort. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this one comes to us from Indonesia called the ibu gogo. These are cave-dwelling hominids, little people-like things, that would mimic human speech. And ibu gogo translates to gluttonous grandmothers. Is that crappy or cryptid?
1: I'll say it's cryptid.
0: You're right. That one is cryptid. That one's real. Well, at least real in terms of Indonesian folklore. But what's cool is in caves in Indonesia, I looked up a little bit more about this one because I thought it was funny because their name translates to gluttonous grandma, which is, I mean, we've all been there. Uh, We've all we've all had that I've been one there th- on a Saturday night. Yeah, we've all kind of been a gluttonous grandma once or twice. Okay, um, that anthropologists have found remains of human bones that are fairly recent in caves in and around Indonesia that are like no more than a meter tall, like three foot tall, but like a lot of them, which is interesting. They
1: can't be animal bones at all.
0: No, they're they're human bones. They're they're the real deal. Scientists like skulls and whatever else. Mm, interesting. A very tiny people. Uh, okay. This one's a little bit uh okay, I'll just I'll just get into this one. This one's called Threeth. Okay. Okay. Did you need me to say it again?
1: No uh, sure. Threeth. Three wreaths.
0: Three This one comes to us from everywhere. And the threath is a mytholo- uh, mythological, mystical, spiritual number uh, that's missing. It comes between three and four. And when you say this number, uh, it unlocks every single ghost portal in all of the earth. Three. So you just
1: said it like five times. Three. <laughs> so you just opened another portal. Uh huh. No, I'm going to say that's not real.
0: You think I would make that one up?
1: I, well, it's really creative. <laughs> but, I mean, no offense to you, but I don't know.
0: I made it up. Yeah. threeth three th is not real. Yeah. Okay, we have two more. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think I'm pronouncing this right. Aspidocaline or aspadocaline. Okay. This comes to us from all over Europe. And it's a giant sea turtle, like a monstrous sea turtle. And its shell, like it, it, it never moves, but its shell exists above ground long enough because it doesn't move around that it can build an ecosystem on it, like trees and whatever. And people who are at sea think it's an island They park their boats, they go up on the seashell, or so they think, and then when the turtle needs to go back underwater to like get food or whatever, it drowns the entire, or everybody who's on the shell of the turtle. The Aspidocline.
1: I'll say that's a cryptid.
0: That's real. That's a cryptid. That one's correct.
1: Very clever little turtle.
0: It is. Well, it's very large. It's a very (laughs) big turtle. And the last one I have here, I think this one is the trickiest one out of them all. Tom Pranks. Oh, yeah. You can find a Tom Pranks or the Tom Pranks in and around California. Speaking of California, now this cryptid looks exactly like Tom Hanks, but it's taller. Yeah. It doesn't speak and it plays very, very mean pranks on people. The Tom Pranks.
1: I'm going to say that you made that one up.
0: Huh. Let me check my notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to think about it, but I'm yeah. going to go with yeah.
0: I did make up Tom Pranks.
1: It could be a cryptid.
0: Yeah, I think it could be a cryptid. Maybe like some uh alien or something posing as its favorite human and it's Tom Hanks and it doesn't know how to show affection perhaps. Right. Well, thank you for being patient, Lindsay, and thank you for playing <laughs> my my crappier cryptid game.
1: Thanks for bringing crappier cryptid back.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, well.
1: <laughs> well, should we do some haunted housekeeping?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Our Extremely Haunted Show is brought to you by Viddy Space. Viddy Space is an online spooky streaming service started by our buddies Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint.
1: You can find everything spooky on there, including us, and it's really scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that we're on there is terrifying. Viddy Space is an app that you can download on your iPhone or your Android. You can also go to viddy.space on your computer computer and search a bunch of super spooky content, documentaries about Bigfoot, alien stuff. Maybe you wanna watch some more creepy things about the men in black because this show just really inspired you to do it. Go right ahead.
1: Start streaming and screaming.
0: You can go to vidi.space, that's V-I-D-I.space and get a 15 day trial for free and browse all the content you'd like and then see what you think. And then maybe you just wanna be spooked and scared and scream all the time. You can do it.
1: We also are a proud member slash part of the Scavengers family at the Scavengers Network.
0: That's true. The Scavengers Network was started by our big, beautiful boss, boy, baby, baby, boy, boy, Colin M. Parker. And it's home to a lot of wonderful podcasts and some YouTube vids as well. You can check out podcasts on there like New Shows, Insanely Haunted, I Dunno Radio, Myth Takes... A tabletop role-playing game podcast the new show morgan needs a podcast by with with our buddy morgan spatola all sorts of stuff you can go to scavengersnetwork.com or check out the scavengers network on twitter instagram or facebook and stay up to date with all your pod buds
1: welcome back hope you vacuumed the ghost out Mm -hmm. of your house with the haunted housekeeping
0: yeah maybe you used a cool dyson like a really (laughs) overpriced dyson vacuum
1: that demon dyson
0: that's not a bad idea
1: like paint it black the rolling Rolling stone song yeah, yeah. <laughs> sell your Dyson as a demon Dyson, it gets the ghost out, sucks the ghost out.
0: Okay, we'll trademark that idea as well. We're
1: coming up with so many trademark ideas. We might
0: as well be on Shark Tank. Or- yes,
1: but we have no prototypes, no sales.
0: No, we're just asking people to invest in us. Our ideas. Yeah, our ideas, because I think they're really good. Do you have any other ideas for any products right now?
1: Um, No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well this week, it's not particularly spooky, Uh but it has to do with magic.
0: See, I think magic is cool. We don't talk enough magic about can magic. Magic could be
1: spooky because it's you don't understand, like you can't understand it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like there's like you know your your basic tricks, right? But there's your basic tricks. There's your basic tricks. There's the rabbit out of the hat. There's the rabbit out of your sleeve. There's the rabbit out of an out of a larger rabbit.
1: There's the rabbit. What in Germany that is a cryptid that will eat you? Yeah,
0: the Wulpotinger.
1: Yes. So this is about the amazing Randy. Have you ever heard of me and Randy? <laughs> no. Me either. But apparently he was a big deal. Where? Well, everywhere, basically. Yeah. Um. So he was born Randall James Hamilton Zwing. Zwing? Yes.
0: Can you spell the last name?
1: Z-W-I-N-G-E. Zwing. Zwing.
0: I think, right? yeah. I've just never heard that word.
1: <laughs> On August 7th, 1928, he is a Canadian-American retired stage magician and a scientific skeptic who is what? challenging the paranormal paranormal and magic.
0: He's a skeptic of science.
1: So, the Amazing Randy basically was known for kind of debunking everybody's stuff. What?
0: like debunking science in general
1: basically everything the paranormal um the occult other magicians everybody so So he was so good yeah that he could perform all these magic tricks yeah so he basically was like i'm this good that i know how they did all that okay and he would basically just state like i am a trickster i'm not magic (laughs) <laughs> I'm tricking you into the things that I'm doing.
0: First and foremost, I'm a trickster. I'm a trickster. Do you know quick aside, do you know any Randys, any Randalls? No. I've only known, I was thinking about this while you were talking, Uh, I've only known one Randall in my life.
1: Well, is he Canadian Canadian American and he was a magician?
0: No, he owned, he worked in produce with me for a while and he owned a little guacamole company.
1: Did he though? (laughs) Or was that a trick?
0: You know, every time I would go to dip into (laughs) his guacamole, there'd be nothing there. Oh, crazy. Randall.
1: Well, anyways, at first when I started learning about Randall or the amazing Randy, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy because he devoted his life to investigating paranormal occult supernatural claims and he calls that all that stuff woo woo Woo-woo? Yes. So it's like, is he just like ruining our jam? Cause like he just wants to debunk all the stuff that we are excited about.
0: Whether it's woo-woo or not not, I love woo-woo.
1: We started the woo-woo.
0: I love thinking so about it. So he is
1: the co founder of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, the CSI.
0: <laughs> oh, Miami? <laughs> Or CSI Canadian American.
1: Originally, the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry was known as the Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal.
0: So C- the
1: CSI COP, the CSI Cop. Ah, Psychop. Psychop. He is also the founder of the James Randy Educational Foundation.
0: Okay, well,
1: Ref. That- <laughs> and he he began his career as a magician under the stage name The Amazing Randy. So, I mean, so far he seems pretty nice. He's often referred to as the debunker, but he dislikes the term and refers or prefers to be called the investigator.
0: Okay, that does seem like a better name than debunker. I like that.
1: He's written a bunch of stuff about the paranormal phenomenon, skepticism, and the history of magic. Okay. So he knows his stuff. Um, He also, he's kind of cool because after making a name for himself as an illusionist, which he was on many shows... NBC, he was on Late Night with the or Johnny Carson, but he also did a special gig and he was on tour with Alice Cooper. What? Yeah, the Alice Cooper tour. During Alice Cooper's 1973 to 1974 billion dollar babies tour, Randy performed on stage with as both a mad scientist and Alice's executioner. He also built several of the stage props, including the guillotine. And shortly after that, in 1976, he did a performance on a Canadian TV world special called The World of Wizards, which he was publicized all over media because he escaped from a stray jacket while suspended upside down over Niagara Falls.
0: What? Really?
1: Yeah, he did some crazy stuff.
0: So, okay. I want to unpack this a little bit because you've said a lot of really cool stuff, things, stuff. He was on tour with Alice Cooper for like over a year.
1: Yeah, he built all the props. I mean, I remember that tour. Remember like Alice puts his head in the guillotine that gets chopped off and like all this crazy stuff. And like he was the he was the guy behind all that.
0: That's really cool. No, that's amazing.
1: So he was like the amazing Randy, just doing his Randy things.
0: Well, it seems like it. And then he he did a, a, a TV special. Was it called Worlds of Wizards? The, the World, World of, of Wizards. Which sounds like an awesome name for anything in general and was suspended upside down over Niagara Falls.
1: In a straitjacket. You can watch the video.
0: Wow.
1: And he gets out of the straitjacket.
0: That's pretty cool. Which
1: is so scary. He also. Yeah, that's
0: terrifying.
1: He did so many crazy stuff. Some of the stuff I got, like I said, he was on Johnny Carson. He also, in his 20s, posed as an astrologer. So he wrote for a Canadian tabloid magazine under the name Zoran. (laughs) And all he did was shuffle up items and words from the newspaper that week and then put them in the column. What? So he would just trick people like he's like astrology is silly. I'm just going to toss around words from that like weeks paper. Yeah. And just put them all into a column and people will believe that's what their fate is.
0: Wow, that's funny.
1: So he was just being kind of a jerk. Also early in his career, he performed numerous escaped acts from jail cells, from safes. On February 7th, 1956, he appeared live on NBC's Today show which he remained for 104 minutes in a sealed metal coffin that was submerged in a hotel swimming pool, breaking what was said to be Harry Houdini's record of 93 minutes.
0: That's a long time.
1: So he broke this record, but then he humbly just said, well, of course I could break his record because I was much younger than when Houdini originally did this trick. Okay. So he's just like, I'm younger. So I, of course I can break his time.
0: I'm younger. I'm more vital. I'm arguably more, more amazing. So I am he, Randy.
1: Yeah. So he would do these tricks, but like be humble about it.
0: Okay. And do you think that kind of implied the whole fact like, see everyone, it's not a big deal because it's all the trick and I can yeah, be humble about it. He was just good. I like that.
1: My favorite thing that he did was he famously exposed the fraudulent faith healer, Peter Popoff. Okay. So this guy was a, big faith healer one of those guys that you know would touch you and then be like you're healed and stuff yeah yeah he realized i thought this was really cool he realized that peter was wearing an earpiece now they staged it to make it look like a microphone so when he did his big tv debuts about him telling everybody the faith and how he's going to heal them In his earpiece, somebody would be reading facts about the people that were there. Now, the people that were on TV, they got information from, so they would kind of have a hint of why they were there because they would say, like, reasoning for being here or wanting to be here and basically would give them the answer. Okay. So when he would call someone up in that earpiece, someone would say, you know, they're having an illness. They are. They want to save someone, or you know, anything like that. Basically, they're a
0: taxidermist. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they have a dead end job, and you know, they're sad. <laughs> but amazing Randy realized this because he had to go check him out and be like, "This guy's a fraud. I'm gonna call him out."
0: I like. I I like Randy.
1: So guess what Randy did?
0: Randy. Do you really want me to guess? I guess so. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to guess.
1: Use your clairvoyancy.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My prescribed clairvoyance from my father, <laughs> uh, who I don't know why he said it. Anyways, Anyways, he probably gave him a bunch of fake information or he tried to get called and said, ah, that's actually not right.
1: No, he actually oh. found a way to interrupt the frequency of the earpiece. He
0: hacked the mainframe?
1: He hacked the mainframe. Oh,
0: wow. And he
1: interrupted it and started broadcasting random <laughs> reports from the radio. Or <laughs> So anytime he was yeah. about to get some important information about someone, Yeah. He would just stumble and not know what was going on. Oh, I love that. So he took him down. There was lawsuits. There was all this media press. I mean, he he took Peter down.
0: I think that's funny because those types of humans, we don't take a lot of like hard and fast claims or stands on this show, but I feel like if you're going to trick people out of their hard-earned money.
1: We were just talking about tricking people earlier in the
0: show. But I mean well sure but I mean like <laughs> I mean like like if you if your profession is to trick people out of their money but to give them like a false sense of security or hope or like quote cure their illness right where they need to go to a doctor but you're gonna take their money and say like I can heal you just by putting my hand right. on your forehead take them down
1: I mean having the faith and all that stuff that's great I Absolutely. mean you, that's, if that's your thing that's your thing but like to lie to people and say that you're cured?
0: Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. And careless and reckless and not amazing behavior.
1: Well, Randy called him out, took him down. Um, Randy also there's a big whole story. You can watch a really good documentary about him. I forget the name of the documentary.
0: Do you want me to look it up?
1: Yeah so I watched a documentary it's called The Honest Liar it's really good it's all about him he also had a guy that was not a US citizen and he brought him over and he basically mentored him and was like these are all these tricks I'm gonna help you make money and you know I'm gonna help you have a purpose and all this stuff and this guy went on the late night show and the big thing with him was he could bend spoons and oh, people like yeah. were watching it happen and they're like what this is crazy like i've
0: always wondered how they do that and
1: it's so crazy and all this stuff and he got this guy really famous and then later on in their life when they were older they tried taking this guy to court and kicking him out of the country because he wasn't technically a citizen yeah and he wasn't using his real name so they were oh. trying to say that he was doing fraud oh, but sure. he ended up winning and people supported him and was like no nice. he's just trying to make a living and work with randy and like you know all this stuff and it's really cute they ended up getting married like when randy oh, was like 80 that's so nice. <laughs> so, that's so they nice. fell in love and it was really cute but do you
0: think when when they they tried to put the rings on each other that he bent <laughs> he like melted the ring <laughs> that'd
1: be pretty funny and like, like,
0: that's uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh i don't think so and then that's <laughs> why and then they both started the company one of those like silicone ring companies because oh, you can't bend those. Because
1: they're like, you can't bend those. I can bend spoons.
0: I can bend spoons. But you know, we can't bend our love.
1: Yes, but there was a big trickery with the spoons and it kind of goes into detail. There's so much about this guy. It's it's very fascinating. And like I said, you go back and forth from loving and hating him because you're like, well, don't ruin everything. But yeah. then at the same time, you're like, that's really funny. That's really cool.
0: I, I mean, I'm all for the amazing Randy or anyone really exposing fraudulent mysticism or like fraudulent magic where like going to see a magic show and seeing, I don't know, Siegfried and Roy, if they were nicer to their animals, but like seeing like a Vegas magic show. Great. It's harmless. It's entertainment. It's fun. But like going to like one of these people who are like, come here if you have a terminal illness and I'll just stare into your eyes and then you're healed. Like exposing that type of magic, quote unquote, I think is necessary. Right. So we need more people like the amazing Randy.
1: Yeah. And, um, Actually, I feel like his biggest trick was he was so honest about how he's not powerful and these are all tricks Mm. that it ended up tricking people into actually thinking he was powerful because (laughs) a professor from the university at Buffalo shouted at Randy that he was a fraud. Mm -hmm. And Randy said, yes, indeed, I'm a trickster. I'm a cheat. I'm a charlatan. That's what I do for a living. Everything I've done here is trickery. And the professor actually shouted back, that's not what I mean. You're a fraud because you're pretending to do these things through trickery, but you're actually a psychic using your powers and misleading us by not admitting
0: it. Wow. So he
1: kind of reversed psychology people because they're like, no, you're a liar because you're not a trickster. You're real.
0: I think that's cool. I think that's really neat. But what if he actually wasn't at all? And he was like, all right, guys. I mean, I'm literally telling you that I'm just a trickster. Right. I'm but he, a-
1: was, he was funny. I mean, he's super funny and cute. And he's just really controversial because people think either yay for him or they're really mad at him because they're like i think what you're doing is wrong
0: i'm not mad at randy i love randy i
1: like randy after watching the documentary it was really really cool
0: i really like that what do you think what do you think would be funny nowadays to feed through the earpiece of a faith healer uh when when they brought someone up like what would you what would you feed them
1: i would probably just make up like really wacky like maybe like witch curses or something yeah like to tell that person to like kind of how i read that witch spell where you like to find a parking space you like make a little box and put a little car in it like make Mm -hmm. these people do like a ridiculous amount of stuff that they're like what are you talking about
0: Yeah, seriously
1: like basically out him by like making it so outlandish i don't know what would you do
0: I would I would intervene, and I would say words, and I would just do uh, very small words or phrases from Cardi B songs. Oh. Be like, let me guess. You're having a problem. I can feel it here. You're having a problem with your bodak yellow. <laughs> and, they'd like, bodac. and they'd be like, my bodak? They'd be like, oh, sorry. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting interrupted from the heavens. Uh, let's see. It's telling me it's your Bodak and I don't know what your Bodak is.
1: I don't know what that means. I also Hopefully don't, it's not bad. Are we
0: are we so irrelevant? Do we
1: have to change this from a PG to a like an R rating?
0: Because we said Bodak yellow?
1: Yeah, if you know what that means, if I you,
0: mean uh, if you know what it means and it's bad, don't tell us. Because I don't <laughs> want to say bad stuff on this show. Bodak.
1: Well, really quick, if we have time.
0: We have plenty of time.
1: I felt like When I made the list of rat boat names, it went really well. So I did did. the same thing, but I want to do a spooky magician name now.
0: I think this is great. Now, if, if we can plug the rat boat name, if you go to our Instagram, there is a list, the first letter of your first name and the last letter of your first name. Uh, we'll give you your rat boat name. Yeah. Uh, so go to our Instagram if you haven't already and let us know your rat boat name and then get it tattooed on your knuckles if you want.
1: Or follow us on Twitter at spooky underscore spouses or you can email us at spookyspousescast at com.
0: Yeah. And maybe we'll create a whole entire list of all the wrap out names and wear them on and put them on a shirt and say like, hey, tug a lug. Uh, but <laughs> we probably... two toot, toot. toot. tug a lug. Uh, rats. But... <laughs> If you would like to hear some of our friends, the Chatfield sisters, on their podcast, Shelley Has Opinions, they do the rat boat name generator. That you made Lindsay on their most recent episode.
1: Yes, and they have some pretty good rat names.
0: They do. I like their rat names. Okay,
1: so are you ready for your spooky magician name?
0: <sighs> yes. Do I? Uh, okay. I feel like I'm in a good. I'm in a good mental state.
1: Okay. So I just did it. The month you were born mm-hmm. is the first part of your name. Okay. And the day that you were born for the second part of your name. Okay. And I did these at random. I really. Yours is pretty funny because <laughs> I really didn't like think about our own birthdays. I yeah. just like made the list
0: it's jordan reed
1: it's just jordan reed magician (laughs) um so you were born in may yes so you're the zany
0: the zany that's such a Lindsay word that's so funny
1: (laughs) the zany and Mm -hmm. the day you were born was the first and i have ghost so you're the zany ghost
0: (laughs) oh good uh so my entrance would be uh something about like if you're a skeptic you won't be after the these series of dazzling events that's what i would say
1: I just imagine, like, you're this, like, ghost magician that, like, makes things disappear, like that's your your niche, but like...
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. But
1: the zany part comes in because like half the time it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like you fumbling around or like you can obviously see that that thing is not gone yet.
0: And then I squeeze a whoopee cushion. And then you're like, oh. Oh, whoopsie. How zany that that didn't work.
1: <laughs> but I will post this um, well, what's on yours? social media. Mine is October. I am the frightful. Oh. And... The day I was born was the fourth, so I'm the frightful scream. That's
0: pretty good. (laughs) What about... I
1: don't know what my my tricks would be. No. me yelling. I don't know. Or maybe my tricks are so scary that like you scream.
0: Yeah, people scream. Yeah, maybe you turn everything into a skeleton or everything into a pile of slime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So your mom's birthday is the same as yours. Yeah, so she's the
1: frightful scream as well. So I'm... You know, named after my mother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the frightful scream. This is my daughter, the frightful scream. What's uh, What's my mom's? She's January eighth.
1: Your mom would be the amazing Ooh. rat. i had to throw rad in there because Uh, you know
0: that's funny yeah that's really funny i like that a lot i think it's a good list
1: yeah so there's a lot of fun ones on here i will post them so please let us know what your spooky magician name is
0: yes please do
1: i think they're very fun
0: i i mean i wish mine was the amazing randy
1: yeah, there's no Randy on here. So I thought <laughs> about it, but
0: I was like, eh. Checking my list here and I eh, don't see any Randys on it.
1: <laughs> there's, you know, the ghost, the rat. No Randys. No Randys. No Randys. This
0: is Randy free.
1: Well, that is my topic. Like I said, check out that documentary. Um, it's awesome. You either love Amazing Randy or you hate Amazing Randy.
0: I want to love Amazing Randy.
1: Um, side note, he does do a trick that does not work. and he comes out in a stretcher and he just simply is like see I told you these are tricks and I just broke all my ribs so (laughs) (laughs) not a trick and everybody's like okay
0: not a trick yeah
1: so he's just like didn't work out. Told you. Definitely got stuck. Broke all my ribs. And
0: then that professor at Buffalo is like, ah, just what you'd want us to believe. <laughs> your broken ribs. I just
1: imagine that professor at Buffalo is just like his mind has been blown, and oh, he's yeah. still just like if if he's not alive, he's turning in his grave, and he's like, how does he do it?
0: How does he break all of his ribs so easily?
1: I know he told us exactly what he does, but I just how does he do it? But that's the thing, though, is his big thing, and I think why I like Amazing Randy, is that he debunks stuff by doing it,
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: doesn't. He's not one of those magicians that goes on TV and explains exactly how he did a trick. I like that. He just says, "This isn't magic. This is trickery." Yes. But he still makes you curious.
0: Why? Well, he's amazing.
1: Because he's Amazing Randy. I like that a lot. That's... I really
0: liked. I really like that topic, Lindsay.
1: Well, thank you. You're
0: welcome. Thank you.
1: Well. Should we uh have have a spooky week time?
0: Yes, it's time. We would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. You can find Eli on Instagram and Twitter at Eli Who Does Music. He's a special boy, he's a sweet boy, and he's a nice boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'd also like to thank our nice spooky buddies at the Scavengers Network. They're sweet people. Nice people. Sweet people. Sweeple, or you can check out all the podcasts on the Scavengers Network at scavengersnetwork.com.
0: And also, if you would like to become a member or a donor of the Scavengers Network, you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and help support these shows on the network, our show, other shows, every show, or the entire network, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Oh, also on the scavengersnetwork.com, there are... Some items of merchandise that you can buy.
1: Yeah, you can buy scavengers merchandise. You can buy scary merchandise.
0: Yeah, so go check it out. Well, until next Monday, have a randy Monday and a randy rest of the week.
1: (laughs) And trick a randy weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Trick-a-randy.
1: Just get (laughs) trick-a-randied.
0: Hey, if you can do one thing for us, it's get trick-a-randied.
1: Also, like I said, I'll be posting your spooky magician names. Please let us know your names. We love hearing them.
0: Yes, we really do. It's, al- it's always very funny. Well, I guess that's it. We'll see everyone next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Pee-pee-poo-poo-poo. One and two and three.
1: Four and five and six.
0: Four and five and where are you going?
1: Pick up sticks.
0: See something spookier.
1: Um, I know what you ate yesterday.
0: Oh. (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
1: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content.